Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Loud. Yes, loud. That is what we get in today's reading from the Gospel of Luke. That one leper who came back to thank Jesus, he fell at Jesus' feet. His face was eating dust. But he also had a loud voice, glorifying God. You see, I'm told that one of the consequences of leprosy is that it makes your voice very hoarse. A leper cannot make loud noises with his voice. That is why lepers would often rattle pots and pans and shake bells to get attention when they needed help. Their voices just did not carry that far. But when this leper was healed by Jesus, well, he regained his voice and he certainly used it. No more soft talking for him, no more whispering, no more pots and pans and bells. He used that voice loudly, and he used that voice to glorify God by worshiping at Jesus' feet. So what do we make of him being so very loud? You see, when someone is loud, they typically are excited. Yes, they're excited. When someone is loud, it drowns everything else out. It grabs your attention. So I guess we could ask ourselves a very important question this morning. Are we loud as Christians? I'm not talking about turning the church sound system up. I'm not talking about getting loud instruments and putting them in the chancel area here to to raise the roof of the church. I'm simply asking this question, if our praise and thankfulness towards God is louder than all the complaining and bickering and gossip that we do in our life. Does our thankfulness towards God drown out our ingratitude? Do you speak about God and what he has done in your life louder than perhaps your gossip about others? 
Which is louder? Your gratitude for the gifts that you've received or your ingratitude for what you have not received, what you have not perhaps gotten in life? Ouch. (laughs) Those questions really hurt. They hurt me to actually type them out on this sheet of paper. And guess what? They're supposed to hurt. They're supposed to sting each and every one of us. You see, loudness comes from being excited, and we get excited when something good happens to us. When we get something that we don't deserve, we become thankful and excited and loud. Gratitude and excitement tend to make us loud and to be full of joy. But life has a way of turning us into serious adults who only bicker and complain and, yes, gossip. Being an adult tends to lead us into bitterness where we do not recognize all the good gifts that we have been given and we have received. Furthermore, as an adult, we can convince ourselves that it is against good piety to somehow laugh and giggle and show forth joy like a little child. Remember what Jesus said in the Gospels? That one time, he said this, unless you turn and become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of God. The point being, that leper that we heard about here this morning, that leper from the gospel reading, that leper, he was excited and he was loud like a little child because he had had a horrible disease that was eating up his body. That leper, he was alienated from human society. Death was already chewing on him and he knew it. But one word from Jesus made death run away. One word from Jesus and the leper's skin was whole and pure again. His voice became smooth as it was before. He was a new man, you could say. And like a kid opening up a gift at Christmas, this leper, he was excited and he was thankful and he was loud. Wouldn't you have been excited too if you were that leper experiencing that healing? You bet. So that brings up the question right now, what is our excuse right now? You see, dear friends, something a lot worse than leprosy wars against you and me, and that is sin. But unlike leprosy, sin does not just result in the death of our body. Sin lands us in hell. It lands us in agony of eternal separation from God, who alone is life and joy. And there is nothing we can do about this problem of sin. No matter how hard we scrub, no matter how hard we work, we are sin-sick to the core, stained with sin, like a virus. But Jesus, he came, sent by the Father to take care of sin's damning effects once and for all. Jesus, he healed you and me from sin's condemnation by taking the leprosy of sin into his sinless body and enduring it for you and for me as a gift. Then he rose again. God be praised. And then he delivers these gifts of forgiveness, life, and salvation to you and me through his word and his sacrament, all as gift. Listen up, friends. Jesus did that for you and for me. And what do we do? Well, like the other nine, most of the time we forget it and we go back to the seriousness of life. We receive these good gifts and then we go back to that daily grind. We receive the gifts of immortality and then we go back to the busyness and the business of getting and spending. And so we many times fail to see just how lucky 
just how blessed, just how fortunate we really are. We forget to be little children, little kids. I wonder sometimes if we don't have it all backwards. Yes, if we don't have it all backwards. We adults, we tend to become quieter the older we get, and then we begin to complain and bicker and gossip the older we get. Frankly stated, we are the ones that need to pull out our catechisms yet again and again to remember those words in our catechism that the Lord has done everything for us, and therefore it is our duty to thank and praise God and gladly and serve and obey Him because of all that He's done for us. In other words... If we can be brought to repentance like a little child who knows he can do nothing at all, we would begin to just see how many gifts the Lord showers upon us every single day. And the more that we see the gifts the Lord gives us, the more we become like loud little children full of joy. Dear baptized saints, Christ Jesus has done it all and he gives it to you as gift. Being thankful does not begin with you trying to somehow conjure up thankfulness from within, but it comes from the fact that you have been given forgiveness, life, and salvation when you do not deserve it and you especially cannot earn it. And so if your grumbling and your complaining is louder than your thankfulness and gratitude, repent with me. Yes, repent with me. May the Lord grant you and me forgiveness for the times that our complaints and our ingratitude are louder than the gratitude and thankfulness. May the Lord fill our lips with gratitude. May he fill our lips with excitement and joy. May the Lord cause us to be loud on joy and gratitude, to drown out the complaints and the bickering and the gossip all around us. May we be loud about Jesus. And as a church, yes, as a church here, St. Paul's Lutheran Church, may Jesus continually shower his gifts upon us so that we can be loud about, again, that forgiveness and life and salvation and be quiet with complaints, bickering, and gossip. And yes, when we are loud about Jesus and his gifts, the neat thing is others will notice. You see, we Lutherans seem to always be complaining about how we do not do evangelism correctly. But here's the thing, the joke is on us. Yes, the joke is on us. You see, evangelism does not depend on some slick marketing campaign or cheesy sales techniques, but on simply being loud about Jesus. The best evangelism is overheard praise Loud voices glorifying God. People who are just excited about what Jesus has done for them and who let that thanksgiving and praise drive out complaints and bickering and gossip. You see, people notice that. They notice churches that are loud on Jesus and quiet on the silly mantras of life and the world. They notice the difference and they want to know why. And so it is rather simple. We come to church to be like loud little children, to be like that loud leper. We come to this place to receive gifts with open hands at this church. And we say this, we say, this is so awesome. I, 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 I don't deserve this grace. I cannot earn this forgiveness. I am not worthy. I am a fool, the chief of sinners. And yet Jesus is for me. 
He is for me. Jesus gives to me. He claims me. He makes me his own. I am his. He snatched me from darkness onto life. He placed his name upon my head. He has marked me with the cross. I am his and I don't deserve it. God be praised. Baptized saints, this Thanksgiving, let us take cue. Let us take a cue from the Samaritan ex-leper. Remember the great things that our God has done for you in Christ Jesus. And the great things he goes on doing every single week, every single week in life and in this church as you receive his gifts and as you receive from him in Holy Communion. And as you receive today and in the weeks to come, don't forget that it is okay to be a loud little child who is excited to receive gifts with thanksgiving. God be praised. God be praised. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you. Amen.